And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial. So glad to be here with you all today, and so glad to have you listeners out there around the world uh, joining us. We picked up a few listeners in Russia last week, which was kind of a pleasant surprise, and uh, we have them all over the world, especially in our uh, at our uh, flagship FM station up in Rochester, New York, WRFZ FM 106.3. So glad to have you all here with us as well. We've got another exciting show some great new music coming up john bon jovial what's the good word from your little corner of the world well you know it's great to hear that we have some new listeners especially from russia because you know i lost some email and i was hoping that maybe they could help me get it back i've heard they're pretty good at that <laughs> well if not maybe they could at least help you read it you know they may have a, uh, they have a copy yeah. on file there <laughs> well you know the, the the feel of autumn is descending upon the country and uh, there's a crisp chill in the air in just about every part of the country with the exception of where we are here yeah, i was time I was going to say fall where you are means the temperature drops below 80 and the humidity drops below 90%, something like that. Well, actually, no, no, you're close. Fall here means that it drops below 90, except for maybe one or two hours a day. And the humidity falls from about 95% to about maybe 83%. So well, yeah, we, yeah. we we really feel. I mean, we get our parkas out and the you know the mufflers and and our gloves because you know we freeze our butts off here if it goes below <laughs> eighty five. I you know. <laughs> I remember it well. I remember it well. And of course, now is the time of the year that. Um, all the local foliage starts bursting into color. Uh, all the snowbirds are coming back in. That's right. And again, Florida being the exception. Uh, everything here is either green or dead. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that, not me. <laughs> I I yeah. don't need all it's, the extra. It's true. <laughs> I don't need all the extra email. I get enough letters as it is. <laughs> well, we are back once again with another award show because, well, just because having award shows seems like the thing to do. Everybody wants to do it, so we do it every week. And, of course, uh, one of our award winners is the band that uh, – that gives us our theme music every week group out of Texas called Titty Bingo that uh, have backed up some, uh, some great artists, especially some country artists. They've, uh, they do a lot with uh, Willie and uh, no, several of the, uh, several of the big name country artists. And uh, they also do uh, their own brand of uh, backyard rock and roll. Check them out online at tittybingo.com. Remember, it's always time to play Titty Bingo. This is a show where you and our guests pick the award winners. We don't have any nominations and no naming panels or phony voting. It's simply awards. So if you know someone or something that has done or said something incredibly great or incredibly stupid, uh, write it down, email david at thedavidbowers.com and tell us who you think deserves an award and why. And uh, 
hey, we might use it right here on the show. This week, we've got some award-winning acts coming up, and uh, I think we'll probably move right along to our first one right now because uh, – this is a this is a young lady that I think you're going to hear a lot more of in the not too far distant future. Now, true, we try to select artists that we think have potential, and we go a lot by your word in your uh, emails and uh, comments online. So uh, we definitely want to hear from you on all of our guests at the at the same email address, David at the davidbowers dot com, and uh, let us know what you think. Also. Let us know if you know of an artist uh, that deserves to have their music heard on the show or perhaps even be a guest on the show. We will definitely look into it. And uh, artists, uh, single artists, uh, bands, whatever, if you'd like to be on the show or at least have your music heard on the show, send us your best MP3 and a recent, a current bio. And uh, we'll look it over and perhaps... We'll be able to get you on the show, too. Right now, uh, this is one that was recommended by a listener of ours, uh, oh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, she has a, a great track out that uh, I, I think you're going to like. Her name is Lauren Ruth Ward. Lauren Ruth Ward. She's based in L.A. after moving from her hometown of Baltimore. And uh, she co-wrote this song with uh, guitarist Eddie Rivera. And in describing its information or inspiration, rather, she said that uh, it's a song about self-reflection after an intense conversation. And it can be taken from the perspective of a conversation with someone else or even a conversation with oneself. She said she likes giving that option to the listener. The song follows the trail of emotions ranging from regret to panic. This is also the first song that she and uh, guitarist Eduardo Rivera wrote together, so it also has special meaning to her on several different levels. So let's give a listen right now to Lauren Ruth Ward. It's called Did I Offend You? Did I offend you? I was only playing games We could start from the top And tear it down again You were appointed The master of control It won't give you self-control You're only getting older You're only getting older
You're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. Lauren Ruth Ward, did I offend you? No, you didn't offend me. As a matter of fact, uh, that kind of made my ears feel good. I, I like that song. I, I really do. I get a I get a little bit of a Fleetwood Mac vibe out of it. And uh, that's not a bad thing. What say you, John Bon Jovial? Oh, I like the song, and she didn't offend me. I mean, you offend me every day, but you know, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, but then That's I get paid to offend you. Well, this is true, and you get paid well, because uh, you do a great job. But, <laughs> no, the, the song was uh, very nice. I, um, I I have always been kind of a fan of uh, of a certain style of production you know, that would, may start off with kind of an electrified acoustic version that brings in a delayed bass line. And I like the way that she did that very nicely. And also I noticed it about two minutes and 10 seconds into the song, she dropped the bottom end of the production completely, which was very effective, I thought. And that lasted for about 20 seconds till she slowly phased it back in again. So, yeah, it's a nice song. And I think that if this is representative of what she's doing, uh, she may make some noise. I agree with you. 100%. Uh, she definitely has her own sound. Uh, and, and as you pointed out, with some, uh, some well, not totally unique, but well-effective moves uh, in the music, like dropping the bass line and bringing it back in, and uh, good production all the way around. I really mm-hmm. like that song. I definitely do. We've got yeah, I do we've too. got a couple of gentlemen coming up and joining us here in the uh, very immediate future, like in the next few minutes. And uh, both of these gentlemen lean a little bit more to the countryside. Uh, probably, I guess you could probably say pop country. Uh, They've got a good sound and uh, some uh, some nice commercial hooks, so I, I think you're going to enjoy the music uh, quite a lot, or at least we hope you do. The first gentleman that we're going to bring up is a uh, gentleman by the name of Will Carter. And uh, with Will, so much country music today kind of chases images of imaginary love stories that lead to fairy tales and you know, film-worthy lyrics. I even hope you might get an idea and, uh, you know, use their music in a film. And uh, I should, at this point, drop uh, a line that uh, we have one of our past award winners that uh, I know you're aware of, the the, uh, new Tom Cruise movie there, uh, Made in America. That's it. I I couldn't think of the name of it. The uh, Tom Cruise movie, Made in America, includes an old favorite of ours, from way back about 1975, Let Your Love Flow by the Bellamy Brothers. The Bellamy Brothers, Cruise. yeah. Yes, and I thought that was really neat to bring back uh, a uh, a classic song from the mid-70s and my tenure in uh, Florida radio in Tampa at Q105. And, uh, and they've also been on the show a couple of times. We've had the pleasure to go out and see uh, their show on uh, live on several occasions. But Will Carter was hired at the age of 18 as lead vocalist for a legendary dance hall band from Texas, The Emotions. And during his tenure with them, he played festivals and dance halls and said it was a sincere honor to be a part of this vastly popular band that I grew up idolizing. After graduating from Texas A&M University, Will Carter decided to pursue original music 
and he's since had a char- had charting singles both in Texas and Nashville radio, and has a very high energy live show. I'm told, uh, combining rock star stage presence with catchy groovy tunes, and he's brought this show to dance halls and festivals all over the southern region of the U.S. as well as major events such as uh, CMA Fest in Nashville, for example, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. I've always wondered about that. (laughs) There's just something that sounds wrong about music at a rodeo. I mean, you just think of the animals, you know, the the bull riding and the brock busting and all of that. (laughs) And you think of music and say, wait a minute, there's just a dichotomy there that doesn't quite fit. But anyway, he's also also played uh, for the National Football League Houston Texans, as well as the J.J. Watt Foundation. And uh, we're going to hear from him in just a moment, and we will be talking to him shortly thereafter. But first, we, uh, we want John Bon Jovial to spread the word about the good people who have underwritten this show for years and make sure that we're able to keep bringing you new indie music. John Bon Jovial? Okay, thank you, David. Yeah, the good people at Computer Help USA, located in Naples, Florida, have been kind enough to underwrite this show, offer us their facilities for use of recording the show and uh, final production uh, for a long time, and they're really good people to deal with. Uh, And through their generous underwriting, we've been able to keep this show on. But we can tell you this about Computer Help USA through personal experience, that they really are uh, quite good at getting viruses out of your computers, Uh, They're very good at uh, securing your computer so nobody can hack into your network uh, or your computer, your bank account, things of that nature, and uh, pretty good with the consultation thing as well. So why don't you give them a call when you can? Computer Help USA, you can get a hold of them the old-fashioned way telephonically at uh, area code 239-596-6112, and you can reach out to them on the Internet at www.comphelpusa.com, and also uh, find them on uh, Twitter and Facebook. That's Computer Help USA. David. Well, thank you very much. Our next guest grew up on a self-sustaining farm in the rural town of Frydeck, Texas. Learned the value of hard work and dedication at a very early age and said, He told us that if I can give one word of advice, it's never give up on your dreams and never let the challenges of life get you down. He adds, cherish every moment and every day as it might be your last. Follow your heart. Make the most of the blessings you're given. This is a message you'll hear about when you listen to his music. With that attitude comes the conversational style found in his music. And uh, believe me, I sincerely believe this is a voice that will not go unheard. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring to you Mr. Will Carter and a song called I Don't Know Why. Gazing in your eyes like you're straight from a magazine 
And there you have it. I don't know why is the name of the song, and uh, I have to say that uh, I don't know why we don't have Will Carter on the phone. I don't know if he uh, ran into a snag giving us a call or whatever. I know uh, we tried calling him off uh, offline uh, while the song was playing to see if uh, maybe he was having trouble getting through to us or something and haven't been able to make contact with him. So we'll just kind of keep our eye on the phone lines and see if he gets into us before we run out of time. Meanwhile, John Bon Jovial, what did you think of his song? Yeah, I like the song a lot. Nice production value to it. It's got a nice um, rock and roll slash country feel to it. Uh, it's one of these things that I can see going to a Texas roadhouse and, uh, and, and seeing this band up on the stage. Uh, yeah, it was just a real nice sound. And the guy's got a good voice. He can carry a tune. Yeah, he does. And uh, the thing I noticed about it is he has his voice that's easily adaptable to a pop sound. So he can have, uh, uh, I, I guess the, probably the best way to put it would be that he can have a pop country sound without losing the uh, the countryness of it. He's uh, in with a lot of the uh, male artists today in country music who have that pop sound that allows them to get a little bit of a, a crossover feel to their music. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's a crossover feel to it. And there's not many people or bands that can successfully pull it off. There's many that have tried, but oh, yeah. not many that can pull it off successfully. The ones, you know, the immediate uh, example that comes to mind for me was Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Teach Your Children. Hardcore country song, but it was a huge hit on uh, contemporary radio. Absolutely, yes, it was. And that's a, a very good example of, a, uh, of an artist that uh, was able to make that, that crossover sound. Uh, it, 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 as, you, as you pointed out, it, it's difficult to do and maintain the country integrity. Which sure, is, absolutely. Uh, you know, another one that did it was uh, Conway Twitty. Oh yeah, Conway. I mean, Conway was, he was a monster. Else. He, yeah, he, that guy could just wail. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was in a world of his own there. Uh, I mean, those who remember Conway from his early days, uh, he started out as a uh, as a rock star actually back in the day when uh, every label had to have an Elvis Presley type singer and. Uh, he had uh, he not only had that Elvis Presley type presentation, he developed it into what uh, we referred to as a growl. I mean, uh, there were parts of his singing oh, where yeah. he, people see us everywhere. You know, it's kind of guttural yeah. growling. Yeah, and uh, uh-huh. he, you know, uh, it's only make believe became a uh, a, a rock classic. Song. Yeah, became yeah. a rock classic. Then a few years later. He just it became a country classic. He just all of a sudden, boom, became a country artist. And what a success. Yeah, he so he, he went from a, a baseball career, which is what he started out as. As a matter of fact, he had a tryout with, uh, I forget, it was the Angels or, or some major league team. So he had the talent uh, as an I athlete. I think he, he had a tryout. It wasn't the Angels because this before the Angels even existed. I, it, it was one of the West Coast teams, though. Yeah, it might have been the yeah. Dodgers then, because uh, yeah, there was I only the was Dodgers and Giants on the West Coast at the time. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. It was before the Angels existed. But uh, yeah, he did have a tryout with a major league team. I remember reading that, and uh, then he went in, became a pop star, had a couple of pop hits, including a classic, and then all of a sudden he went over to country and. Uh, 
became a Hall of Famer. I mean, the oh, stuff sure he did, did when he went country. I remember, oh. uh, since we have time for stories, I'll tell another one. I remember when I was at that uh, DJ convention in Nashville that I talked about in the past, uh, where I went up on stage at the Grand Ole Opry uh, for my own show. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I got to interview Conway, and this was... Uh, this was the year he did the song, which was kind of controversial at the time. You've never been this far before. Remember that? And, uh, oh, we, I, we got so many calls on that when I was working at WSUN. And, uh, you know, people were calling to either praise the song or they saying, how can you play that smut on the air? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it changed. And uh, for those of you who have never heard it, you might want to dig it up. I'm sure it's on the on YouTube, if not somewhere else. Uh, it's called "You've Never Been This Far Before," and it's by Conway Twitty. Uh, it was a uh, very controversial song in its day. Now you got to remember this was the uh, this was mid '70s, and uh, this was uh, just the song was every bit as suggestive as the lyrics sounded. And I remember interviewing him and asking him about that and somewhere i still have the uh i still have the tape of that interview and uh he had a uh he had a very good answer i i don't remember you know the words to the answer and i won't try to i won't try to paraphrase him but i remember he uh he commented that it was uh it was basically a uh a situational thing where it was a case of uh two lovers who uh we're going into new territory in their lives and relationship. And, uh, it was, uh, it was an interesting song and an interesting time. And it, uh, just further sealed his place in, uh, in country music. And then of course the, uh, frosting on the cake were his incomparable duets with Loretta Lynn. And, uh, oh, yeah, those were, I mean, that, that, you know, that really made the name. Oh yeah. Conway Twitty. Uh, and Loretta Lynn when they when they teamed up together, but you know I want to steer us back for just a minute to uh, Mr. Carter, Will Carter, whose song that we just played. I don't know why. It's not that I don't know why we played the song. I know perfectly well why we played the song. But that's the name of the song. Is I don't know why. And you know the sound that he has on there is not an original sound, but it's a proven formula, and it takes a talented musician to be able to pull off maybe not an original formula, but a proven formula. And I think he did a good job in it. He, his, uh, he, he's able to develop an intonation in his voice and the way he uh, is, is singing the lyrics. You know, you can sing them one way or you can sing them another way and have it be a completely different meaning than maybe what was intended. Uh, but it seems to me like he did, kind of did it spot on. So, um, uh, you know, my kudos to him, and I, I wish that we could get him on the phone because I really would like to talk to him about his band. I want to talk to him about the production techniques because that's kind of the, you know, that's my thing, you know, sure. is, uh, the, the, the technical aspects of it, um, in addition to sounding like an ace macho disc jockey. <laughs> which you do from time to time and which uh, i do I can, from time to time yeah, i can yeah. tell you that uh he does work at keeping his voice healthy he takes lessons regularly with a renowned vocal instructor uh mr tom mckinney who has uh more than 40 years 
experience as a performer as well as a voice teacher, and he's trained many of today's uh, award-winning uh, singers and uh, entertainers, including uh, Mario, Demi Lovato, uh, Ray J, Solange, and uh, several of the American Idol finalists as well. Tom served as the new talent development vocal technique instructor. Now, there's a title for you. I, I wonder if he had that on the door of his office. Uh, new <laughs> talent development vocal technique instructor for Beyonce, among others. Uh, Matthew oh, Knowles, huh. recording and publishing company, Music World in Houston. So uh, uh, Will has uh, some good creds to his credit, and uh, he obviously has some great talent, He's done some, uh, some really good stuff, and we're going to listen to a little bit more of his stuff right now uh, because we have another one of his songs standing by waiting for us to uh, play and uh, our apologies that will was unable to get through today yeah hopefully, hopefully we can get him back on in the next few weeks or so because i do like the guy's music and i i've got some real specific questions that i'd like to ask him and you know hopefully we can get that out to everybody uh well, careful here in a, another two three four weeks Careful that you don't scare him away. There, <laughs> you got your list of questions there. It oh, sounds I, like a I'm, position, I'm, but no. But Seriously, I'm, I'm, uh, just, I'm a meek, mild-mannered, easygoing guy. I don't get uptight about anything, uh, and I mean, unless you annoy me, but that's just every day. So, yeah. moving right <laughs> along, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, one more from Mr. Will Carter. This is a thing called that kiss. Side party, the kind that goes past midnight. Ran out of a cardi, started sipping that box wine. I swear you came out of nowhere, Cinderella in the sunset, puzzle pieces lost here and there. Not really sure what happened next I remember that Saturday night Full moon in the sky You spinning in your sundress I remember that Wind in your hair You dancing everywhere Being lost in your silhouette I don't remember what I did To make you want to let me lean on in But I remember that
Hey, this is Michaela, and you're listening to The David Bowers. That kiss. That's Will Carter and uh, some good stuff. Glad wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean that kiss? That kiss, not that kiss. That one. Right, yeah. That, that, that one right there. Spread. Okay. Exactly. I remember it well. Sure. <laughs> Will Carter, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, you can check him out online at all the usual places, uh, Reverb Nation, Facebook, you know, just uh, he's got a name you can spell easily. Look him up, uh, listen to his music, tell him what you think, what you like, and uh, I know he, as all our guests, will be glad to hear from you, uh, and I encourage you, contact our guests Listen to their music, comment on their music, and if they're playing in your area, uh, be sure and get out and see them. They'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to hear your comments, too. David at thedavidbowers.com is our email address, and our next guest coming up is a... uh, is another country-based or country-influenced artist, and as soon as I can, uh, as soon as I can pull up the uh, notes here, there we go. Okay, at five years old, he embarked on a musical journey through that through time has granted him countless opportunities to recognize and perfect his talents, which he has been working on. And after starting formal piano lessons. He found he had some natural music abilities, and they were quickly recognized. So by the age of nine, he was a member of the Distinguished Classical Guild Society. He continued classical training throughout his teen years, attended college at Montreat Anderson on a soccer scholarship. So apparently he had some athletic abilities, too. And he studied music theory and taught himself other genres of music, such as jazz, blues, funk, and even alternative. When he left college, he enlisted in the Army, joined the Army Band following a successful piano audition. Graduating with honors, Tim attended Armed Forces School of Music, and during his tenure in the Army, he continued to focus on his music. Everywhere he was stationed, he took complete advantage of every learning occasion and continued to study music and seek out mentors. He played and learned from some greats such as Dan Harley, uh, Frank Mantooth, Curtis Fuller, Clyde Carr, Todd Kuhlman, Dave Mancini, Byron Bellin, and the names I'm sure uh, if you're deep into music you recognize later. He was assigned to teach piano at the Armed Forces School of Music in Virginia, Virginia Beach, Virginia. He performed with many local and international acts as well as with the Virginia Symphony. He had a distinct opportunity to perform with the three tenors and to perform and record with Count Basie band leader Douglas Miller. And he also performed in two Broadway musicals, Aida and The Producers. So he has an extensive and uh, very varied uh, musical background. And I know you're going to listen. You're going to like his. I know you're going to listen, but you're also going to like his music. You will like his. No, seriously, you're going to like his music. Uh, it's got a good, fun sound and uh, one that is very catchy, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Tim McDonald, and this song is called "What a Night." It didn't start with a drink. Sure wish I knew what it was Sometimes love can bite you Break all the rules And there you are Standing right in the middle Guess you're the answer to The world's oldest riddle I'll take one on the lips One for 
pretty eyes shine The way you make me feel when your heart beats mine How you love on me I love to love on you too And that's all I ever want to do I'll take one on the lips, one for the road As a matter of fact, two more before I go Don't know where else to leave, but I can tell you this fact I want another night like that I want another night like that Take one on the lips, one for the road. As a matter of fact, two more before I go. Don't know where this will be, but I can tell you this fact. I want another night like that. I'll take one on the lips, one for the road. As a matter of fact, two more before I go. Don't know where this will be, but I can tell you this fact I want another night like that 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 Tim McDonald and I want another night like that. A good commercial sounding country tune, don't you think, John Bon Jovial? Yeah, nice sound to it. I really like the, the, the subtleness of the piano in there. Very, very melodic. Uh, yeah, the production, good, good production. Uh, I mean, I know I sound like a broken record. I say that a lot of, <laughs> about a lot of songs, but this one really does uh, have a lot of thought put into uh, how this was going to be arranged and orchestrated, uh, you know, and, and and the guy can sing too. What do you know? So yeah, and uh, you're right. The <laughs> the instrumentation is woven together uh, very very well. I, my kudos to the arranger and producers. And I understand we do have Tim on the line, so let's bring him on right now. Have him come in, sit down, and talk with us right now. Tim McDonald, welcome aboard. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. How y'all doing? Oh, you're very welcome. Glad you could be with us. We're doing just fine. How are things with you? I'm doing great. I was just talking to my family. I've got some some friends I call family out here in uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts, and I'm visiting uh-huh. them uh, between a radio tour. So we were actually just talking about some of my former uh, music experiences, and then I kind of went over and forgot that I got to call you guys. <laughs> we gotta, I have to be in the studio, and we have to, you know, do this thing. So, 
That's what well, I've been doing. <laughs> I can appreciate your situation, and it's great to uh, great to be able to spend time with family, whether they're blood family, music family, or whatever. And so we uh, we don't want to keep you too long with them. I should mention, of course, that you're on kind of <clears throat> you're on kind of home side because my co-host John Bon Jovial is a uh, Massachusetts boy at heart. Uh, how far were you from uh, Plymouth, there, John? Uh, from Plymouth, it probably would take me about 40, 45 minutes. Uh, I'm originally from Newton, which is about uh, where I lived. Uh, if you got on the Riverside T, it was about 15 miles west of Fenway Park, which unfortunately, as of Monday, is a rather sad place today. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I almost went to that game, actually. I was looking at tickets, and I found a ticket for under $100. Uh, that was in a pretty good spot behind first base. And I uh, saw that the weather was going to be pretty inclemental today because we have Nate coming up uh, from Alabama and it's starting to hit reach. And so the weather's pretty nasty for the next couple of days. So decided to come on to Plymouth and uh, and visit with my friends and family here. Well, there you go. We're glad you were able to come and spend some time with us. And uh, we talked already a little bit about your uh, your rather broad and varied background. You have uh, you have quite a history in music uh, before now. I mean, uh, we were talking about the fact you were uh, with the army. You continued your music there. You've worked with some uh, some good people. And uh, I guess if I remember correctly, you've had what, three country albums out already. Actually, right now I have five. Uh, Life ah. Worth Living is my latest record. That's my fifth uh, country record, and I have five jazz records out uh, on the flip side of that. Yeah, you have a uh, you have an amazing career in that respect because you do uh, cross so many genres. You're not specifically a country artist, a pop artist, a jazz artist. Uh, you just you just keep doing them all. Well, you know, you got to make money. <laughs> so I like to be well versed. <laughs> well, there's, there's I like to nothing wrong. keep everybody happy, and uh, exactly. you know that pays the bills. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Now we just played, we played a track that I really like. It's the one I first heard of yours, and the one that caught my attention. And it's another night like that. Tell us about that song. Well, that song is is kind of funny. Um, you know the. It's off the newest record, which is called Life Worth Living. And um, I was going to write that with Tony Stampley. And, uh, Tony Stampley, has, he's an amazing songwriter. If you look him up, he, he just had two cuts on Hank Jr.'s new record. And so I like to write with big-time writers. And so I was preparing to write um, this song. I had an idea uh, called Night Like That uh, because, you know, when I talked to him, he's like, bring me a hit song, you know, get an idea together. Uh, write part of it and then let's get together and we'll finish it and so I did and so the day that uh, we were supposed to have um, the writing appointment he called me and says you know he says my boys uh, made a surprise his uh, surprise visit to town and uh, can we you know move the right and I said sure you know I had my my uh, session was coming up to record the album so I already had the, the song half written so I went ahead and wrote it myself you know and basically just kind of about uh, that particular song is you know, I was tired of writing drinking songs because I think drinking songs have, have saturated uh, the, the airwaves yeah, these few. days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And, and I, no one wants to hear, you know, about drinking in the morning because they're either tired and they got to go to work or they're hungover. You know, exactly. no one wants to really. <laughs> but, but music's played all day long. So I, I thought of 
you know, that the first line is it didn't start with a drink. So, you know, that just separated that song from all the other drinking songs. Right up. Um, and it went into basically Yeah, you know, so that was that was the uh the whole objective of that song. Uh and, and then I went on to write about, you know, basically the woman that you know that that you fall in love with and, and you want every night to be like the first. You know, so she's kinda like your drug, you know, you always they, they say drug addiction's horrible because you always try to get the high that you you first have. Right. But you can never achieve that. You know, so people do more and more than they go down and down. Well, this is kind of a, a positive aspect because love can be like that, and you want it to be like, you know, the night before it. So that was the whole idea behind the song, and, and so we went and recorded it, and uh, it was just it was a lot of fun. You know, the process was just a lot of fun. Well, at the uh, at the risk of sounding a little bit uh, trite, uh, that song, when I, when I first heard it, I... Uh, was doing some other stuff online and I went and I just kept playing it over and over again. It's one of those songs that makes me wish I were back programming, uh, programming radio again, because that's when I would definitely get into the A rotation. It's, uh, it's not only a, uh, a great lyric and a, a, a good, strong message, but it's got just enough of a commercial hook to make it really, uh, really popular. That's, that's a seller. In the vernacular, John Bon Jovial, what are you what are you sitting there pensing? I'm not thinking about the vice president. Pensing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, that, that came a out new of verb. <laughs> yeah, a new verb. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, first of all, Tim, congratulations on on putting together a, a really really nice. Uh, commercial sound. I mean, it 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 really uh, is. Uh, it, it's noticeable, and of course, you know, in in this world of music and communications, you have to get noticed because there's so many people out there vying for attention, and it is. Uh, so that's that's my my first impression is that the song is noticeable, um, and I liked especially. And I don't know if you heard it when you were in the uh, virtual green room or not. Uh, but the comment that I made on a night like that was the uh, very subtle use of the piano uh, in, in in the song. It, it really, I mean, even though it's very subtle, it's not out in front, I think without it, the song would have been severely lacking. And so I, I, I just, I, I really, really like the way you did that. Well, I appreciate it. And it's funny you say that because... You know, sometimes I've been working with the same engineer for the last five to ten years. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, because people know me for being a piano player, and sometimes he mixes the piano too, too up front, you know. And, and I, I really brought the, lyri- the, uh, the vocal out more in this record than I have in the past records. I actually buried the piano a little bit more, but, but that song, you know, I, 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 all the parts, if you listen to any of the any of those songs on the record i wrote all those parts on a piano you know and so i'm pretty much playing all the the major parts you know are being played on either a piano like a grand piano a yamaha um grand piano or a Rhodes uh, or a whirly you know so i use real instruments i don't use computerized instruments they're all real instruments right. ram and b3 but if you listen to all those tracks yeah i i, I play the piano so if it's a guitar-driven track, like for instance, uh, on "You and Me Weekend," uh, I'm playing those those guitar parts on a keyboard, you know, on a on a Fender Rhodes. 
and then like you know night like that yeah the piano it was very important to me because i I do want people to know that i play the piano but yet i didn't want it to be so out front where you know it's like okay this is a this is a piano record right yeah and it it was tricky yeah, it was, and you made it work. You, as as John just said, you you did you made it work, and that is the type of song that I would like to see. Uh, I'd like to see your team get out there and hustle that to every damn station in the country because that song's got legs. That 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 should be that should be a name changer or a game changer for you. Uh, we're going to. Uh, I had so many, I, I really boiled it down to three songs I wanted to use. I wanted to use the title song of your album, but uh, I, I went with uh, the two that I did uh, largely for personal reasons. One, because I liked that song uh, that night, and uh, I believe in it. I, I really do. And I wanted to use this one because this is your next one. This is the one that you are uh you are going to be promoting or already are promoting. And uh, it's a song called dad, which is a, uh, it's a really touching and emotional song and uh, has a very, very strong message to it. And we'll talk about that in just a moment before we do. However, I want to give you a chance to tell folks about what you're doing. I know you're on a, uh, you're on a road trip to uh, the radio stations to promote your music right now, but uh, what you've got coming up in the near future and uh, as far as more music. And also I want to be sure that I get in before we run out of time, I want to be sure and invite you to come back and visit us again. Uh, Cause once you're on the show, you're part of our family and uh, you get some new music coming out, come back and we'll be more than happy to give you a stage to play it on. Tell us a little bit about what's coming up in the near future. I appreciate that. First of all, I want to put a plug on uh, to my website, timmcdonaldband.com. Uh, you can see everything that I've done, you know, from, from the touring with uh, Olivia Newton-John, Blake Shelton, Hank Williams Jr., to uh, being on season two through five of the uh, ABC CMT uh, hit series Nashville. Uh, you can follow all that stuff there, and I have, uh, you know, a very active tour schedule. Uh, basically, I've been on tour, I feel like a, a gypsy, I've been gone for almost about three months straight. Uh, I've been home in between for a day two, uh, day or two here to pay the bills and wash the clothes, you know. Um, but basically, I've, I've been promoting Dad for 21 weeks. Uh, last Thursday, I got some good news. It hit 73 on the Music Row uh, Breakout Country chart, so it's actually uh, in official ink now. It's And, and oh, they right. say it's debuted at week one. Yeah, so week one Fantastic. is uh, 73. So that's, you know, it's really awesome. Uh, even though I've been pushing it for 21 weeks, according to them, it's week one. So I feel like well, I'm just starting out. Hey, the... <laughs> <laughs> Once it breaks, that's when that's what counts. And that's when you're on your way. And we are running short of time here. So I want to give you as, as much time as possible. I'm told we have one minute left. Tell us about okay. this next song we're going to play called Dad. All right, Dad is basically written, uh, my dad died on Valentine's Day when I was a child. So I wrote this with the guy that I work with. He's uh, 16 years old when I met him, and we've been writing a lot of songs together, and his dad chose them off. And so uh, I wanted to, you know, we had we didn't have an idea for a song. So I said, hey, Grant, his name's Grant Austin Taylor. I said, let's write a song about your dad, because I never had a dad to show me off like yours does. And so that's what we did. We wrote this song about, uh, put some of his dad in there and some of my dad in there. And we also had an underlying message about mom, which is very important to the course, where it says, uh, you know, my father said, tell your mom you love her every single day. Even when times are good, get on your knees and pray. And when you play those strings, remember one thing, 
uh, dad. So that's what the song's about. A very beautiful, very powerful message. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim McDonald. Tim, thank you for coming in, sharing some time with us, and we look forward to having you come back and see us again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tim McDonald and Dad. I remember my old man Put a guitar in my hand Said this thing won't make you rich But it'll help you when it hurts Played it till my fingers bled Wrote some songs stuck in my head And I recall some things he said That I'll never forget He said, son, tell your mom you love her Every single day Even when times are good Get on your knees and pray And when I'm gone Think about the fun times that we had And when you play those strings Think of one thing Dad Fast forward 15 years A thousand miles from here I ain't got a million bucks But I'm on my way Singing this song on a stage To my dad that's gone away And if he was here today This is what I'd tell him I say, Dad, I tell Mom I love her every single day Even when times are good I get on my knees and pray You're gone But I think about the fun times that we had And when I play these strings I hope it makes you proud Dad listening to the david bowers playing that funky music tim mcdonald it's called dad what a what a powerful song and uh something to think about thank you very much i think we're going to be hearing a lot more of tim mcdonald man's got talent and uh 
He shows it every time he uh, every time he steps up to the microphone. We look forward to having you back here again next week. We thank our guests, uh, Will Carter, who was unable to get through for some reason, and uh, Tim McDonald, who did, and we're glad because we had a wonderful chat with him. We look forward to having him back again in the future. John Mc, uh, John Bon Jovial, take us home. <laughs> Am I having an identity crisis? <laughs> no, I'm having a brain crisis here. <laughs> Well, there's nothing new there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. We are so grateful that you have chosen to spend a little bit of your coveted time with us. We really are grateful. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world through the facilities of Computer USA in Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, for free download on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, 365 Internet Radio, Mixcloud, Tumblr, Spreaker, and Devonsi, and, and many, many others. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook. And be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to be the first to hear about what's happening in the future and upcoming events. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio and Blog Talk Radio Sunday 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. Greenwich for more great indie music and talk with the artists who make it happen. So until next week, for all the crew of rejects here at the David Bowers Awards, I am the legendary and honorary and truly amazing, in my own mind anyway, John Bon Jovial. Uh, please love one another, be good to each other, and we will see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards.